So you, who do you serve? Who's your master? We all have them. Back in 1979, Bob Dylan put out a song, Gotta Serve Somebody. At the time, he was dabbling in Christianity, and the lyrics reflected that. John Lennon didn't like that, so he came out with his own song in response. Serve yourself, he said. Well, he didn't really refute Dylan, because if you serve yourself, you are serving somebody. Not a very good choice. We all serve somebody. And Jesus, last week, talked to the scribes and the Pharisees. This week, he talks to disciples. He's talking to me. He's talking to you. He's talking about stewardship. And he tells this very odd parable. The dishonest steward. Is the hero really a shady businessman? Is Jesus commending dishonest behavior? Look a little closer. It's the master who commends him because, yeah, he was a bad manager. He was squandering his master's goods. And he was found out. But he quickly pivoted and added, acted shrewdly so that the master's debtors would receive him into their homes, into earthly, worldly, temporal, temporary homes. But Jesus, on the other hand, says, use the wealth of this world before it fails to gain friends for yourself so that you're welcomed into eternal dwellings, spiritual dwellings. Be prudent, but not in a worldly way, but in a spiritual way. He even said, the people of this age, worldly people, are more shrewd in dealing with one another than are the children of light. We're supposed to be children of light, children of God. And so he says, use what you are given wisely. Now, it may be counterintuitive, especially in this day and age. I don't own my body. It's not mine. There's nothing that I have that I own. God has given everything, but as a in trust. He's the one that owns everything. And it goes back to creation. That's why he set it up in the garden with Adam and Eve. I've made all this. Here, you manage it for me. So it's kind of a test to see, are we trustworthy or are we dishonest? The one who is honest in little things, like the creation, can be trusted with what is very much, the eternal. So if we're not honest with something that's going to disappear, who's going to entrust us with wealth that's eternal? 
If we can't handle what doesn't belong to us, who's going to give us what belongs to us? Jesus asks. But you say, wait a minute, I thought we don't own anything. Yes, we don't own anything. But God wants to give us something as a permanent possession. What were we created for? He made us to know him, to love him, to serve him in this life and enjoy him forever in the next. He wants to give us himself, but he wants to be sure that we really want him, that we're trustworthy with him. If we don't want him now, what makes you think you're going to want him later? We need to choose now. Jesus said, a servant cannot serve two masters. You'll hate one and love the other. Be devoted to one and despise the other. He didn't say, it's not a good idea to love two masters. He didn't say, well, it's really hard, but maybe if you try real hard, you can serve two. No, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and mammon or any other creature. It's impossible. So we have to choose. And the choice has eternal consequences. Back in 1956, there was a group of five men in Ecuador. They were evangelical missionaries, and they were trying to reach an isolated Indian tribe. And they thought they were making progress, but the tribe speared them to death. One of them, a man by the name of Jim Elliott, had a journal, and his wife took his writings and published a book about his story, their story, In the Shadow of the Almighty is the name of it. And he said something that applies here. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. He is no fool to give what you cannot keep to gain what you cannot lose. You got to serve something or someone. Who are you going to serve? 